been a while, I think. It's been quite a while, and it's kind of funny how this uh, podcast is like <laughs> the main way that we catch up. I know, right? That's fine. That's fine. Some some, some friendships don't have that. I know, it's true. <laughs> and now ours is recorded for time and all eternity. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how have you been? Um, I've been good. I've been really, really happy with the sun being back. Um, me and Michael oh, yeah. were real like we're going to Louisiana in a week um, for Michael's graduation because he's done with grad school, which is huge. Uh, he's been in it for like two and a half, almost three years. Um, and we were talking. We were like, God, we we were so excited to go just on a trip. And we we're like, the last trip we went on was our wedding in November. Yeah. And so we we're like, God, it's been six months, and then it made us think like these last six months were kind of shitty. Like just like the, the, since the fall, it's just been like dark and gloomy and cold and wet. And it was literally six months of just that. And like my yeah. grad school and my work was stressful and it's just been kind of blech. Um, so uh, it's really been feeling like we're all coming out of our cocoon and um, enjoying ourselves. I'm going wine tasting later today. And going to the Soviet Island tomorrow to lay on the beach and just soaking up as much sunshine as I can. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel that because I was I was like down in the dumps and with like mm -hmm. it being so gloomy and rainy uh -huh. and you know forever. Um, and then work like I had a little bit less work than I usually do, and so I was like, "Where's my money? I need money." Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I took on some commissions and and things. With it was weird. It's like. The sun came out the past few days. I mm -hmm. got a big check from from work. Yeah. Like things started to kind of, I don't know, seem a little brighter. And then on Wednesday, I go to Palm Springs. Oh my God. So I'm excited. I'm going with like some comics friends like I did last Fun. year. Fun. So what I was doing, <laughs> you know how I made that puppet? Uh, Which the New York one, the, Tiffany Pollard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I got it in my head to make another one. Okay. So I'm making a Juno Birch puppet. Oh, amazing. And I, you know, like I work on it here and there is just kind of mm -hmm. like a little thing. Um, so I never had any like, oh, I need to finish it by this, whatever. But then I realized if I'm going to Palm Springs, mm -hmm. like she goes there quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And if I have this finished puppet, I could take it with me and do like a little photo shoot as if she Fun. were there. Do you know? So that's you what know? I'm gonna do. No, I've never met her or anything. Um but um i'm gonna so i'm i'm flying down wednesday uh -huh. and then everyone else shows up thursday but it was cheaper for me to go wednesday mm -hmm. so thursday morning i'm gonna drive over to trixie motel okay because i guess during the week from like there's certain hours that you can just go in and shop at the gift shop mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna do that and buy like one of those big pink heart floaty inner tube things that she sells yeah. um but I can't go there and not take this Juno Birch puppet and take photos outside. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to do that. Fun, fun. <laughs> um, we'll post it. But I, I made a lot of progress because as of yesterday, I kind of had like the face and the body. And since then, I've made the two gloves and the arms and mm -hmm. sewn the arms on. And now I'm in the middle of making her dress. So once I finish the dress, all I really have to do is like her hair. Is it like, can I see what you have? Yeah, give me just a sec. I'll okay. I'll bring her in. Um, here we go. Sorry, hang on. You're fine. <laughs> I'm like, we're okay. still here. We're still here. So obviously this is a podcast and y'all can't see this, but Michael can. Oh, it's great. So, okay, it's so, so good. This, it's so this good. It's so the perfect far. shade of blue. The glasses are on point. Love the lips. You need like <laughs> the, so, you're making the huge wig. Well, so here's the the two things that I'm considering. So here's her like, uh huh, uh huh. Her hands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so her little glove hands. So I still have to connect. <laughs> I still have to connect the, the like sticks. dowel things yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. And so I have. Uh -huh. I okay. These are. This is crazy. These are actual ones from Sesame Street. Oh, these dowels. like actually from Sesame Street? Yeah. What? And a friend of mine who works on Sesame Street sent them to me. Uh, so I'm going to attach them uh, to the that's hand. That's so cool. I know. I'm so excited. So I'm going to attach these to the hand. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I wanted her nose to kind of be like, it's like barely on there. Yeah. <laughs> so that there's like some dimension to it uh -huh. when you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, that's um, good. 
So here's her dress. Hang on. There's like a, a needle here somewhere that I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Um, let me let me turn this inside out. <laughs> and I sew by hand. I don't know how to use a machine. So yeah. I just like cut stuff and then make whatever. This will, um, I'm going to have Velcro on the top so that I can put it on easy. Oh, perfect. It's the cow but print. This is, this is going to be her dress. Black and white cow. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And then... I w so I have pink hair rollers, right? Uh-huh. And I recently was mentoring a student from the college that I went to for like an independent study for their mm -hmm. semester. And the student was really cool. She was very much into like dolls and doll making. Mm -hmm. So I started watching a lot of like doll making videos. And I found out that people who like redo dolls mm -hmm. take yarn and then they tie a bunch of yarn to like a chopstick and then they brush it with like one of those harsh cat hmm. hair brushes. And that creates hair, huh? like doll hair. I was like, what? So I was going to do that and then put all that hair in like pink rollers yeah. and then make like a big roller thing and put like a scarf over it. That's a great idea. But so, so like, I'm probably still will do that, but I just bought the yarn and I put it on her head and then I put the scarf over that. And I was like, this might be good enough <laughs> because then I won't have to do anything to it. But like, look at this. <laughs> Honestly, I think that'd be fine. Right, like, it's like a victory roll. Yeah, it is. I, I kind of love it. It actually so kind of reminds I, me of uh, Jimbo. Yeah. Um, so if I do this. Oh, I think that's great. And I actually kind of like that you can tell it's a spool of yarn because that's just yeah. kind of funny. It's like crafty and funny. But it also <laughs> looks like hair. <laughs> so this, so that's, that's sort of the, and it the doesn't, fantasy. That's great. I think it's perfect. <laughs> Doesn't Trixie anyway. Motel have a Juno Birch inspired room? Yeah. That's what I thought. I'll be like, can I just take some pictures in your Juno room? I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like someone's staying there right now. I know. No. I know. Anyway, um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I can't I can't wait to go. Oh god, I lost this needle. No, no. <laughs> that sucks. Um, anyway, I'll well, find huh. it later. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, and Scott's been out of town, so he gets back today. I have been literally doing nothing but watching cartoons Lovely. and and um, taking a few days off of work. So that's felt really nice. I found nice. the needle. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching a lot of cartoons and stuff and, and um, catching up on a few shows. But um, I, I was curious about the last time we recorded, because I think the last time we recorded, we did talk about Drag Race, but mm -hmm. I don't think we've talked about it since it ended. I, th I th did we not? Did we? I think we I talked about the finale. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't me, remember. Let me just look real quick back at our podcast. Um, pop off with Michael and Terry. Um, no, we did not. We were said we we were approaching the finale. And uh, it's been a while. Uh yeah. It's been a while. Well, guess what, everyone? Sasha won. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Sasha yeah. won. Um yeah. I mean, we're all happy about it, aren't we? I, I I'm I would have felt really unhappy if she if didn't she win. Hadn't. Yeah. Yeah, it I just know. felt so right. I loved her. And she just deserves it, and she put in the time and effort. And Anitra can slay a All Stars and stay in the franchise right. if she wants to. And you know totally. she still has a solid career, and I love her. And um, but Sasha, I think, just deserved that crown. And it's, I was surprised to see how surprised she was. I'm like, come on, like you were such a shoe winner. I know from the beginning, but uh, yeah, uh, love her, love her to death. Ha have you been watching? Did you watch the two episodes last night of All Stars Eight? I sure did. As did I. It's why I'm a little hungover. <laughs> um, there might be, there actually, there might be a video on Twitter that was posted around 2 a.m. last night of me trying to duck walk in my kitchen. Oh um, my God, I love it. Scott took it and he was like, can I post this? And I was like, uh, how about just on Twitter? Because Instagram, Facebook, I can't, I, I haven't really been posting anything on those. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've been not posting as much, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, think sometimes you have an all-stars cast where you're like, 
oh, this is clearly they made this season so that Shay can win, or they made this season right. so that uh-huh. um, you know, Chad Michaels can win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel that way about this season. I don't either. Like, I don't think there's a clear kind of you know winner or whatever. Um, I kind of like that it's like a ragtag team of random. So I think what happened was this started out as the early outs season because we and have it, and it evolved Jade, into this because we had field nasha nasha was first out um uh-huh. kahana was like first or second out was kasha davis early on she was kind of early on or i think she was like i don't remember but i think she was like third or fourth or something yeah um but i think that's what it started out as and then they were like well let's get a few other people in there like jimbo or whatever yeah. um but I think that with the first episode of All-Stars 8, it felt weird having them, my friend Maddie was talking about this too, it felt a little weird not having them do like a a talent show. Yeah, I don't mind breaking that up. The talent show is great and it gives them a good opportunity to show off what they're they're like now. But like, I also really love the runway looks and and then what was the challenge on the first one? Was it, it wasn't... Um, it was a it girl was the, group. The girl group that was kind of interesting to do at the beginning. It was um, early. To it do was that, early. Whatever. It, yeah, and I actually now that I think about it, the girl group was a little messy. Um, like yeah. I don't think either team did that great. No one really stood out. Honestly, the only person that really stood out for me was Lala Ri. I I loved her in her group. really. Yeah, I'm, I just. I mean, I'm not just that mega perform- fan of Lala Ri, but it's fine. Uh, that's totally fair. Performance alone is what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I liked her in the performance of the girl group. Uh, yeah, she yeah, did her, well. her runaway look. I was like, girl, oh my God, you're killing me. Why would you do something so bad again? I. Um, she never wears a wig that proportionally makes her. We said that last night. We're like, her wigs like, are so flat. Yeah, they're always small and small. And small. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't get it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, And then why would you. Like, where's the creativity? Why would you ever walk into that workroom and not say, I've got this in the bag? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Like, um, cut, come on. And, like, if you've been read to filth as having the worst look that's ever been on Drag Race, which I hope to God there's nothing that's ever worse than that bag look. I mean, it was iconically horrible. I could have done better, and I don't sew. I don't do drag. But, um... Yeah, you could come up with something. I could come up with something. And... But you know that when you're coming back, people are going to be really looking at what your looks are like now. And her entrance look was great. But then to come out in just like a, a skin tone bodysuit with Rue fan in like paper leather. Oh, that was bad. It's so was bad. Like, what is happening? This is so cringy. Yeah, um, it was not good. Yeah, my standouts um, for the two episodes were probably, I love James Mansfield. I um, do too. I always have. And uh, Jimbo, love Jimbo, and she, you know, held herself or held up to her own standard. Um, yeah. And I love Jessica Wild. Oh, I, really I love Jessica Wild too. I really, love really Jessica do. Wilde. She's she's like um, a more Latin Tammy Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the off the wall random queens and yes, and I love that she like I don't know, just looking at old clips of like season two, and I'm like, dude, she is stayed amazing she's beautiful yeah. uh and also uh oh, i also uh, love heidi love heidi i mean heidi can do no wrong for me yeah and kahana montrese was surprisingly uh standing out to me so i'm glad that she did really well in the first episode Be- yeah but it feels a little bit to me like are you here Be- i mean i'm not negating how hard she's worked and like how good she is but it feels like they're they were like, well, we got to have one queen from the Vegas show so that we can talk about the Vegas show so that we uh-huh. can get more people to go to the Vegas show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that feels a little bit like that. That makes sense. And especially considering the second episode where it's it's like, oh, she's going to have to act now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then she didn't yeah. do that great. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about seeing Alexis Michelle back? Okay. So <laughs> never been Be- that big a fan me and scott both looked at each other last night we were like i feel differently about alexis michelle since terry has told his story the story about the you don't have to tell it if you don't want to but it really (laughs) was funny i don't want Um, want to defame her again no 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 you're fine um are you talking about the one after DragCon? and yeah 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 at the bar yeah Yeah. listen bitches (laughs) um 
Who said that? I'll just quote some stuff from <laughs> oh that. My God, is it is it Liza Stat? Oh my, <laughs> That's my God, favorite. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Um, I think she is very aware of like, oh, I'm gonna go on this season and like, sh- and have like sort of like a little redemption arc because I came off crazy on my season, right? Right. But, and I think she's trying to do that and be sweet mm-hmm. and nice. Mm-hmm. But did you watch Untucked? No, I didn't. Oh my God, you've got to watch it. I mean, because... there's two episodes this night. We got, I was like, I, you know, there's a lot okay, of so, content. Well, let me explain real quick. On the first episode, mm-hmm. they're all in Untucked and it's after the queens all come back into the workroom. And Monica's sitting sitting there in the back and she's like crying. Mm. And she's like, you know, I just want to be here so bad. And, yeah. and and like everyone's like gets up to kind of like hug her and whatever. And Alexis goes, you know, Monica, I really understand what you're feeling because I was so scared to come back here and I didn't know Shut how up. I was going to be received. And she starts bawling. Let me just center myself in your moment. Oh, it was very, very much that untucked where Jinx was like upset that she had to leave her brother with an alcoholic mom. And then like that Roxy Andrews is like, well, my mom left me at a bus stop. Oh my God. Yeah. Because she's like upset that Jinx is getting attention. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. It was very much that. And and oh everybody God. like in the workroom looks at her like, You're crazy. It's just so transparent. It was like, bad. It was like she made it into a telenovela, like all of a sudden. God. It was it was a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I do well, is there other stuff about Drag Race you want to mention about this uh, All Stars? No, I'm excited for it. I you know what we we finished the episode being like you know what? That that was a fun. This is a fun season, and I kind of like that. There's not a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, there's no one that I'm yeah. like. If they don't win, it's they're gonna be robbed. Like, it's kind of nice to not have any like obvious front runner or some like big juggernaut drag totally. queens coming in to just sweep the floor. Like, I kind of like that they're all just kind of like, yeah, I still do this, and none of no one's like Alaska level, you know, or Jinx totally. Level. So I I think I it's think... kind of a fun season. I think the only thing, my only criticism of the second episode was after that SNL parody thing, mm-hmm. you're you're going to make Mrs. Kasha Davis safe. Yeah. Safe. Like yeah. she should have won that challenge. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand that, but I mean, oh, okay. Right, so here's, right, right. here's, she was coming. Yeah. 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 Well, she had multiple, she had like two different characters in uh-huh. that and she had a lot of lines. I do want to. Say, and, I will. I would say that her butterfly look was so bad. Oh, that was that was atrocious. Really but bad. like, um, but her performance in the challenge mm-hmm. was good. Um, I think. So, I think Jimbo did good in the challenge, but like, yeah. I it, to me it wasn't like, oh my gosh, you were clearly ahead of the. You no. were the clear winner, but when they know ahead of time who the lip sync assassin is right are you telling me that rue's not going to be like oh jimbo you killed it so you you win this week oh no guess who you have to lip sync against i mean that Give felt me so staged it was, it was so like, set up yeah it was like having sugar and spice lip sync against each other from last right season. like you know totally. it, it, jessica wilde obviously did better than jimbo like she stole that scene like yeah like Jimbo held her own next to Jessica, well, I thought, but like I thought it Kasha wasn't. Davis did better than both of them. Oh, totally. Kasha Davis came in and was amazing. Um, um yeah. you know what I am excited for though? What's they that? just announced the hosts of Drag Race Mexico. Oh, is it Valentina? It's two of it's two people. It's okay. Valentina and Lolita Banana. She was a contestant her. on Drag Race France. She was the okay. I think I told you this before about how I felt like they were really racist to her. Okay. Yeah, Did yeah. I tell yeah. You this? yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Um, because they were basically like, we've seen enough of your Mexican side. That's right. cool. We right. get it. Um, but yeah, she just can she just competed on one season of Drag Race France because she's Mexican, but she'd been living in France for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she was named as the other host. And That's I feel cool. like ho- hopefully we'll we'll get a trailer soon. Yeah. I would hope that they release that like this summer or something. I, yeah. They do that. And honey, I'm going to have the windows open with a margarita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Drag Race Mexico, eating my chips God. and salsa. In the summertime, that'd be wait. amazing. That I fun. know. I can't wait. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, they just announced that. So the funny thing is, is that I was like, when are we going to 
get an announcement. When are we going to hear something, right? Mm -hmm. But then I realized, you know how like all the movie trailers come out during Comic-Con? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, DragCon, DragCon is this weekend. They're going to announce something. So like, yeah, it's it's interesting how now I think it has its own, you know, weekend where they do announcements and, yeah. you know, whatever. So that was kind of, that was kind of cool. But Have you seen the video? Um, of, I'm sure you have of RuPaul at DragCon this year. And like, no she's just on the stage and it's a very like it's it's a similar moment to how she like didn't know jinx's name in oh, front no. of everybody and she was just like and i want everyone to tune in this friday because it's and she like looks to the side and is like following what someone is saying she's like drag race all stars eight like she didn't know off the top of her head like which season is about to premiere and then she laughs at herself and i don't think it's i'm not even like saying it's bad that you know no, she, it's just funny like, it's just funny because rupaul is just like whatever i do a thousand of these now like uh yeah and it was probably like, recorded like, like six months it, ago but... yeah she's probably already recorded totally. like three other kinds of seasons whether it's down under or uk or whatever right so she's i don't like, blame i don't that. know yeah i don't know which one is coming up but it is funny and she's you know she's getting into her 60s so that little senior moment yeah. here and there is fine but it's That's funny. fine yeah i love that that's hilarious yeah, yeah. um, um no, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. What else are you uh, consuming lately? I don't really have much. I, I do have a, like a Britney moment I want to talk about. Oh, and... I do too, but it might be the same oh. thing. Should um, we just get into that? Should we, or wait, save it for the well, end? I think we saved Gimme More for the end. Okay, let's do it. Don't we? Yeah. Um, so I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Okay, I heard good it things. Was, it was really fun. And the one thing that I loved about it is there are some computer effects in it and whatever, but most of the like, creatures and animals and like characters like that are all practical like suits and effects and stuff and that was really cool it made yeah. me feel it made me feel young like oh if i had seen this when i was a kid i would have lost my mind you know mm -hmm. yeah um but the story was fun and it was i liked it a lot um it was really cute um i'm also of course obsessed with yellow jackets right now i don't know if you've seen it i still have not how are you okay. watching it what are you watching it on um, I used to watch it on Stars, but I don't have Stars anymore. So, oh, you find some alternative. I I find an alternative way to watch it. Back alley way to get uh -huh. shows. Gotcha, gotcha. That's right. Um, so yeah, but it's you know you'd love it because it's so nineties and yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I do think if you watch it, you're you will text me and be like, "Holy shit, where has this show been my whole life?" Um, I mean, everyone great. has told me that I need to do that or I need to watch that. Yeah. I just it's legitimately I, good. I think go ahead. I, I just don't have showtime and I don't want to I have literally every streaming service. I guess not every because I don't have showtime, but I just I don't want to like get it and binge a whole show or whatever. I don't know. I know. Let's say like if you do have to get it or whatever, you could sign up for a free trial and then watch it and then just That's cancel what it. Everyone told me to do I don't know. I'm just dragging. You're just like I just it. don't feel that. <laughs> I just don't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Watching that's too, fine watching too much uh real housewives because oh, okay <laughs> that's just taken over mine and michael's entire lives um well that's fly, fine flying back from hawaii and i might have talked about this in a previous episode but coming back from hawaii and i was like i just need to watch something so stupid so stupid and um you know all the shows i downloaded i had watched so it was using the stupid tv that they have on the planes and I was like, I just need reality TV, picked Housewives. I had kind of sworn that I would never watch Housewives. It just, it, the clips I'd see looked so intense and like girls screaming at each other. And I was like, uh, uh, the, the energy of those clips is so bad. Um, but then I watched season 11 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it was the only one they had available on the plane. And so I didn't know who any of these people were. <laughs> Jumping into season 11 and... I watched like two episodes on the plane and I landed and came home and was like, immediately need to keep watching this season. And then I watched all of season 11. And then, then the most recent season was season 12. So I watched that, like ate it up. And then Michael would walk through and be like, this is so stupid. What are you watching? And then he'd like find himself sitting down and I'd be like, okay, so this is this person, this is this person. And then I got so enthralled with these people because they're fascinating. So I had to go back I decided to go back to season six, I think, because that's when this girl, Erica Jane, 
started and I'm obsessed with her. So then I went back to season six, watched six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And now we're going back to the beginning. So now Michael's Whoa. in it. And like me and Michael are, I haven't watched any other Housewives franchises, but, um, or whatever, but, uh, the Beverly Hills is so good. And then, so there's this girl, Erica Jane, who had, she has kind of a pop career. She has like dance tracks and she does little concerts. Um, she's not like that well known, but, uh, she is married to the husband or her husband is the lawyer who represented Aaron Brockovich in real life. Okay. And then he's in a lot of legal troubles now. And so she, but um, turns out that cut to like 2010, probably my cousin Casey and I were at pride here in Portland and we were at the block party and there was Erica Jane performing like on the street of Portland in front of scandals. Like, and so we were, we didn't know who she was. And so we were like, Casey got up on stage with her and was like throwing her shirts at people and like threw me a shirt. And then I wore this Erica Jane t-shirt for years until it wore out. Cause I loved it. Oh, how funny. It said pretty mess on it. And now I'm watching it. And Casey is like, uh, that is that girl that I got on stage with at Pride at the Block Party, and I'm like, shut <laughs> up! And I'm obsessed with her now, and I'm like, I we I basically was right there with her. Anyway, it's been funny to watch and make all these connections. Um, but yeah, yeah that's that's cool. That's kind of taken over my life, like you know, besides Below Deck, Som- which I always use, always wear, yeah, always watch. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to get into something and binge a series, and yeah, uh huh, you know, and especially it's fun when it's like you discovered it with you know michael and now you're yeah. both into it and oh yeah i mean it, just to fun. have something that we put on while we eat and we're just like like we can both jump in and like any episode and just watch it and then just be like laughing at like hysterically at these people yeah um, yeah we love we love lisa rinna we love lisa vanderpump i do not watch vanderpump rules um I know it's like very hot right now, but I just I'm like I was gonna switch over and watch Vanderpump Rules, but there's ten seasons, and I was like I ugh, yeah I can't I, I can't, can't do I can't that. yeah um there is a show that I started watching that I love I think it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen so I want to tell everybody about it okay um so it's a show on HBO Max it's called don't let the title fool you it's called Unicorn Warriors Eternal okay all right now it's so it's it's the new um i can't ever say his name gendy tartakovsky show he made dexter's laboratory and samurai jack okay and a bunch of cartoons right Uh um and this show is really cool it's basically about it takes place in like victorian london and the animation's really interesting but the premise is that there are these three heroes that um something happened to their souls back in like ancient Egypt, right? One of them is like this cosmic monk. Another one is like this elf warrior swordsman. And then the last one is like this dark sorceress woman, right? But there's this big robot that looks like TikTok. Okay. And his task is when they die, he then finds three new people to reincarnate their spirits into like three new people. So it shows like throughout history, like during like the middle ages, it shows three other people who became these warriors. And then, you know, it shows them throughout different times, whatever. But the premise is that in Victorian London, the robot wakes up and it um, shoots this light at this young woman on her wedding day. And she's like this sweet blonde Betty Boop kind of, you know, whatever. (laughs) And when the resurrection happens throughout history, she's always been like, and now I'm Melinda, the sorceress woman, whatever, right? But for some reason on her, it doesn't work. Like she gets the the superpowers, but she doesn't remember any of the like who she's supposed to be. And it's really, really cool because then she has to like go find the other people that are supposed to be resurrected so she can get some answers. Um, it's fascinating. It's a really, I love shows and stories that create a mythology, sort of like Buffy, where it's like, well, now you can just do a story about any Slayer throughout history, you know? Totally, yeah, I love And that. so you could, you could do like, this could be games, comics, whatever, and it could be about, you could do a cyberpunk version about they're resurrected in the future, or right, you could do yeah. like, a, you know, anything. And so I love that about it. 
Um, the animation's super cool. Like I, I do think it's a really interesting show that a lot of people should give a chance to. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, and I was fun. impressed. There's three episodes out right now, and the episodes are like 20 minutes long. Okay, that was my question. Like, yeah, I mean, they're short. They're cool. Definitely check it out. Just throw it on, you know, whatever. But I loved it, and I thought it was so cool. Um, so like the the big cosmic monk guy, he's like this huge picture, like the rock kind of, but like mm -hmm. floating in monk robes. And this reincarnation is like a little street kid that's like living on the streets oh, fun. and it happens to him. So then he's like, becomes this cosmic monk thing. Anyway, I won't ruin any more of it, but it's really oh, cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. I was, I already watched it like three times. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the only other thing I've really, well, so there's a couple shows that I want to watch, but I'm waiting to watch them with Scott when he gets back. Mm. There's a new show called, I think it's called a small light. And um, not too long ago, Scott and I went to Amsterdam and we went to, um, the Anne Frank house. Mm. And this show is about, I don't remember her, how to say her name. It's like me or something, but she's the woman who um, worked in that house and basically hid the Frank family. Wow. And it, the show's about her and like what she had to, to kind of do to keep them hidden. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's on like, uh, National Geographic, Hulu, Disney Plus, whatever. But we're going to start that one here probably tonight or tomorrow. And then there's another show on Apple Plus called Silo that looks really good about like, it's like a community that lives underground. Right. And and they're like, I don't know. They, I think they're just like, they don't know much about like the world. Yeah. And so I think it's about someone who either escapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, that looks really good. It's got Rebecca Ferguson and Tim uh, Tim Robbins in it, which is oh, okay. weird because Tim Robbins a while ago did a kids movie called City of Ember, which I love, mm -hmm. and that's the same exact plot. It's about huh. like an underground community, and they don't know anything about the above world. Huh. Um, so it's kind of interesting that there's that crossover. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Other than that, oh oh, there's a great show that you should watch. Um, the episodes are like half hour. Uh -huh. It's a comedy, but there's it's it's really good it's called the big door prize and it's about too it's about this guy who is a teacher in this small town uh-huh and this machine shows up in their like grocery store and it's called the morpho machine and if you enter in your information and put your handprint on it it will print out a card that tells you your potential so Ooh. He, so people people are getting cards that say like potter or um biker and then they're like drastically changing their life like the principal's card the principal of the school he teaches at it said biker so she goes out and buys like a harley and and this guy's he's a teacher right but the setup for this show is that his card says teacher and uh -huh. he's so he's kind of so he's kind of bitter he's like oh everyone else is getting these like great his wife's says royalty and she's like what the like what, what do you do about that right and so it's interesting because he's at the school and he sees one of those morpho cards in the trash and on the on the card it says liar and you're like oh so who whose card was this and it's interesting it goes it gets into like what if you try to break the machine what yeah. if you enter in incorrect information right like, it's really fascinating what is um, that called it's called the big door prize. Okay. Um, so Chris O'Dowd is the star of it. He was the cop in bridesmaids. Oh yeah. I yeah. know him from the it crowd. Um, but another guy that's in it is um, he's the guy from, you saw the new screen movie, right? Yes. Loved it. He's like the, he's like the hot guy that lives across the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He was an AJ and, he, and the he, queen. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he plays kind of a similar, you know, He's always that like sweet, dopey, hot guy. Yeah, so he's he's a little less sweet in this show. Okay, but but it, his character is interesting. Um, it's it's good. You should check it out because it's kind of like one of those mysteries that keeps you watching. Yeah. Um, it really makes me wonder what's going to happen with some of these shows because of the WGA strike that's happening right now. I know. Did I you know. see the Did you see that the Duffer Brothers said like, "Oh, we're not going to start. We can't. We can't start filming." Stranger, Stranger Things, things. The final season. 
We can't yeah. until this is resolved. I mean, we're going to really see the effects of this, like, in the future, like, in, like, a year. Like, oh, yeah. Because all the shows this stuff are going to get canceled. Out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, Heroes, the show, like, didn't get a finale, yeah. I think, because of the strike. Like, right. there's a lot my, of stuff One of my that... favorite shows of all time was Pushing Daisies. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, but, but I've that... heard a lot about it. That got affected by the last strike. Uh-huh. It was canceled. It was canceled basically because they're like, yeah. all right, well, I guess we can't make any more. That's so sad. But you know, as being a writer myself, uh-huh. I it, I just the, looking at it from the outside, it's also effed to me because, like, obviously, I'm going to think that in that industry, the people who should be getting paid the most shouldn't they be the people who are coming up with the ideas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the people who have already have the money and are like, okay, I guess we'll let you make your idea. Right, right. Like, no, like I, no. I just don't understand that at all. So neither. Yeah. Whatever. Pro pro writer strike. Um, have you heard of or seen the show Jury Duty? I keep seeing clips online. Oh my Are you watching God? It? I watched the entire show in one day. <laughs> it's very um, Truman show, right? very Truman Show. Michael kept talking about it, and I don't know why whenever anyone recommends things to me, as I'm doing a podcast about recommending things, but I'm always like, eh, I don't know why. I'm not into it. I don't want to watch it. But then I finally just, Michael, like, made me watch the first episode of Jury Duty, and I could not stop until the end, because it's essentially, and this this is all stuff they tell you at the very beginning of the show, but it's, um, so this production company put out an ad on craigslist saying hey we want to do a documentary on the experience of doing jury duty um and they got you know ten thousand applicants of people who are willing to like be in a documentary about jury duty and the the legal system so they ended up picking this guy and they're like you know we're going to document uh your experience doing jury duty so he knew that there was going to be like cameras around so he was like cool sure yeah okay. I'll, I'll tell you about my experience on jury duty um and so he goes and then uh what's his butt uh from his cyclops in star wars or uh, james, james marson james marson cyclops in uh x-men yeah james marson is like playing himself and everybody's an actor so everyone in in the jury the defendant everyone in the courtroom the judge everyone in there's crazy besides this one person and so the uh the crime everything is fake everything's a script but the crazy thing is the this jury has to stay in the jury for like I think a whole like 10 days at least, or maybe even like three weeks, a long time. So they put the jury, they have to go stay at this hotel where they're separated from the rest of the world. The hotel is all actors that everyone in the hotel is actors. Oh they, my God. That's they go a lot. out, they go out to dinner to like a Margaritaville. The entire restaurant is full of actors. Like the extent what? that they went to, to make this guy think he's in this alternate world and it was to test to see if he is a good person and to see like what kind of person he really is. Oh my God. And like the like setups and the situation. I would never be able to trust anyone. He again. actually has come out and talked about what it was like post the show and how it has taken him like six months to believe that there aren't cameras in his current house and like, Oh my God. Him and hit him because it was so elaborate and they did such a good job it was almost too good of a job. Um, but it is such a cringy show because you you know that the all these people are actors and they're putting him through the most uncomfortable situations and like making him feel so like in the middle of conflict and what is he gonna do about it? And is he gonna like be honest in these situations? Is he gonna lie for this person? Like it is so well orchestrated. It's amazing they pulled it off. It really is. And and then That's... at the insane yeah then at the end they really show how they did it and it is so crazy um and it makes me love james marston so much like really such a good guy and like the main guy from the show has come out to say like how sweet james has been to him post show and like talks him on the phone a lot and there's like a big part of him like unpacking the whole experience so it's a yeah. really fun show. It's unlike anything that's ever come out. Um, and it literally, I mean, it's like maybe 10 episodes and every episode is like 20 minutes. So you honestly could binge it in a day. Very easy. What's it on? Uh, what is it on? Oh my God. What did I watch it on? 
Amazon. It was on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw a clip of like them asking this one lady what she does. And she's like, and like, I'm like an actress, but like, I'm like a social media content, like yeah, yeah, creator, yeah. like, yeah. and I also do like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like people who are like, quote unquote, like hooking up with each other in the jury and like cheating on their spouses. And like the main guy finds out about it and he decides he has to decide to like do the right thing or not. It's, it's crazy what they put him through. It's so entertaining. It's so it's entertaining. For, it is entertaining from the beginning of the first scene to the very last shot. Like nice. the whole show, you're just like, what, what? And it's, it's really funny really funny and lighthearted and it, you also really fall in love with the main guy he's like the sweetest man um so watch jury duty and that's Perfect. my last that recommendation things that we're, we're gonna talk about things you're looking forward to the two things i'm looking forward to uh pop culture wise is i have a pre-order to pick up a target today of zelda uh-huh i knew you were uh, gonna say this zelda breath of the wild 2 it's called like tears of the kingdom or something um it's sold out everywhere. I found one Target up in Vancouver that had a copy. So I bought it and they're holding it for me and they will hold it until Monday. Cannot wait. Nice. I've been waiting years, years to continue that game. Um, so Scott's in the middle of a game right now and he's like, oh, once I finish. Yeah. He's going to go, you know, try to go get it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see the game. I've wait. been killing a lot of time playing other games just to kill time until this comes out. So I've been playing Pokemon. I've never okay. played it before, right? And yeah. a friend of mine, Chucho, is helping me play it like as I go through it. And I'm playing a really easy, like, it's like Let's Go Pikachu or whatever, which I think okay. is a remake of one of the first Pokemon games. Um, but I'm having fun playing that. And then Ben just got me a copy of Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. And I've never played that, but everybody says it's fun and whatever. Fun. So, yeah. Great. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also excited because beyonce's tour just kicked off her renaissance tour oh which is massive a massive stadium tour i've seen beyonce one time and it was when she performed with jay-z and we were very far away from the stage and it was a just the most ungodly gigantic stadium so i didn't really feel that connected to the performance um well michael for his graduation purchased two vip pit tickets for beyonce's renaissance tour so we're going to be up against the stage right next to Beyonce watching her perform nice. in Vancouver, Canada. So that's going to be in September. But um, it's fun in... to see in September. No, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So um, it's but like the tour just started. So now I'm finally getting to see like what we're going to be. Seeing. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Scott got us tickets in July to go see Madonna in Vancouver. <laughs> fun i know fun. yeah and he's he's loved her ever since you know the 80s but he's never seen her in concert so yeah yeah, yeah i'll be interested i'll go watch a, i'll go watch a modified like a prayer sure and, yeah you know, whatever yeah why not why not i mean yep. it is someone you feel i feel like you got to say you saw one time there was right. um the, one of the biggest regrets in new york city uh madonna had just come out with her uh confessions on a dance floor album which I was listening to at the time religiously and it was a nice. um, an album about New York City and I'm living in New York City and I'm listening to it walking down the streets every day and it was just this like the anthem of my New York time and then she was performing at Madison Square Garden with that album um, and I had a friend text me being like I got an extra ticket just come like just nice. come. we can go. And I was like, but I had to work. I had a shift at the restaurant. So I was like, I could call in sick, but I'm going to do the right thing and uh, not lie and just text all my coworkers and be like, can anyone please cover me tonight? Everybody said no. And I was like, I should have fucking lied. I should have lied. I yeah. should have lied. I should have said I was deathly ill because um, I missed out on seeing Madonna at Madison Square Garden. I've never seen her. Anyway, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It's fine. I'll be fine. Um, um, should you want to give me your, uh, give me more? <laughs> I mean, my main things. So I, it came up last night. I had a friend ask me if I, um, and I still feel the same about Britney or if I still have the same fandom towards her, um, which honestly I've been asked 
a, a handful of times in the past couple of years. Uh, I, and I, it made me think about it because yesterday I was thinking about her on my drive home and I was thinking about how I don't really put Brittany on to listen to as much. And it mainly because she hasn't come out with new content in a long time. I still love Glory. But I was like, yeah, you know, there's Brittany has become someone who I find to be very nostalgic for me um, uh-huh. be- because of her, you know, impact in my life and in the pop world. Um, so it does feel like there's two different Britneys. There's like the Britney then, the Britney now. Uh, and I feel like the connection between those two is getting more and more lost. Um, TikTok is just rampant with... Uh, conspiracies about her and about That's her videos. what i was gonna bring up yeah and you know i for one i and i've said this before but i think that you know it is it is an interesting experience to have seen her in while she was in the conservatorship and we knew she was in a conservatorship she was outwardly saying she was fine we knew she wasn't we all you know the free britney movement happened ended up being that all of these conspiracies ended up being true. So because of that, I don't feel like she can ever get out of that mindset or people can't get out of that mindset about her where we always are going to equate her with conspiracies. And we can think that she's, you know, one way, but we're going to question it. And, And I, it's not fair for her to always have everything picked apart to every minute detail. That being said, so for one, yeah, there will always be conspiracies. So you have to take any any celebrity conspiracy you have to take with a grain of salt, but especially Britney, because we don't know. And we had hard evidence before. We don't really know. So uh, when you look at the videos that are breaking things apart, a lot of them, I'm like, calm down. Like, that is not that actually weird. Like, she is acting kooky, but... Maybe she's just bored. Like, I don't really think that, they're, you know, they'll be like, but look at the background and look at the back corner, how it gets blurry for a second. And I'm like, it, it was filmed with a phone. Like, who cares? That being said, there are some that I've been like, that can't be real. And then I go back to Britney's Instagram and I'm like, oh, my God, it is real. So, like, there's one in particular about how, like, the she's like outside in her yard and she's dancing. And then in the background, there's like a bush of yellow flowers. And then halfway through the video, those flowers are gone. Like there's just no flowers there. And it it's edited to seem like it's never cut, but like it's obvious that the background has changed, whether she's in front of a green screen or what. So yeah, she's probably in front of a green screen. They've shown their green screen room in her house. Like she has. Yeah. Then Yeah. And I'm like, who cares? Maybe she's just having fun with video editing. Like that doesn't mean that she's dead. That doesn't mean that she's cloned. That doesn't mean that she doesn't, you know, have her wits about her. Um, But there are, there is one that is really that like I couldn't argue with where, She's dancing and her hand goes over her face. And for like a brief moment, her face kind of turns into someone else's face. And it almost is what? As if, it's almost as if someone is using a Britney filter on her face. On Britney? Yeah, or like it's not Britney at all. And it's someone using a filter that makes her face look like Britney. Um and huh. that is weird. And I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, and like the gap in her teeth will be there. Sometimes it won't be there. She's never had a gap in her teeth. Like she literally, if you look at all Britney pictures, especially pre, you know, 2016 or 2010, she's always had like no gap between her front teeth. And then like a lot of these new videos, she has this gap in her teeth, like in her, the middle of her top teeth. So I don't know. Weird. I don't know. I don't think that Sam is as bad as people say. I don't feel like there's that. I don't think it's as extreme as what people think. But um, I am curious as to why. And I think this is just the struggle of always having, you know, the only content we get from her. The only content is Instagram. So that's just yeah. going to make everything weird. You know, she's not doing interviews. She's barely seen in the public. Uh but, you know, and there's there's some weird things where this one outfit, she'll be like, oh, I'm flying to New York today. But then that same outfit we saw like two years ago when she was on that plane. So it's like 
who knows? And there's a lot of people that think she had a baby because uh, oh my god, all these conspiracies. Which she did really want to have a baby, and then she said she miscarried. But there's like one video where she's traveling with Sam, and there's a pacifier on the ground, and we're like, why is there a pacifier? Um, but who knows? Maybe someone brought their baby over. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I'll be curious to see what this year holds because I mean, maybe this is all we'll get from Britney forever. Just videos of her dancing around. I don't know. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's very likely that some of the things that are thought about her or being said about her in terms of those conspiracies, some of them probably are true. And I Mm -hmm. think some of them are probably not. So, um, we just, we just don't know. Like she, I think is, dealing with her life mm-hmm. in a way that um, she finds to be either best or easiest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, we, I don't know who are, who are we to judge that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not my place to say what I wish she would do. Um, but I do kind of wish she would take a break from posting stuff. Cause it just, it's, a, it's kind of overwhelming. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, anyway, she can take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have caught up and talked about our shows. Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) Oh, Um, my new book was announced. Oh, uh, Frida Kahlo. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So it's available for pre-order. It's called. It's called who I didn't come up with this title. It's called who was her own work of art. Frida Kahlo. Cute. Um, she had her. She had a quote where she said that she was her own muse. Oh, okay. Which you know is nice. So I think it's kind of an alluding to that. Um, but yeah, it's available for pre-order um, wherever you you know buy books or whatever. But that's been announced. And then I am writing another series right now that has not been announced yet. But stay tuned because probably by the next time we record, it you will talk be about it. Yay! Yeah. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Love it. Great. Well, I don't have anything coming out, but I am taking an improv class and it's been very fun. That's amazing. I want to hear all about it. I know. I know. I'll tell you about it. All right. But I do have to go to a winery. Yay. Have fun. Thanks. It's been like my obsession going to Oregon wineries when it's sunny outside. So you should take Scott with you. He'd go. Yeah, I should. It'd be fun. All right. Bye. Bye.